Welcome back, good people. I ain't talked to y'all in a minute. Uh, y'all already know. It's your motherfucking Uncle Jet. It's your cousin Levon. It's your stepdaddy Donnie. We back at it with an episode of Double Take. All right, Donnie, Brandon, Levon, Take. All right, we we got some stuff to talk about today. I, just some stuff that's happening in the media. A few things that I, I definitely want to get you guys' opinion on. Um, we were going to have an episode about fathers, but um, we'll do that next week because Father's Day is coming up, and um, I do want to know why fathers don't get the recognition that um, that that mothers get. You know what I'm saying? But for this episode, there's been a lot of stuff happening, um, and there's a lot of stuff that did happen. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I would like to talk about today: um, you guys listen to the Joe Button podcast? No, no. But okay. I heard what's been happening. Okay. What have you heard that's been happening? And then I, I can fill in on some of the gaps. Well, the split. Well, yeah. Rory and Mal just pretty much. Maul. Maul. Rory and Maul, yeah. And they just pretty much left the show. And then, well, one of them left. And then Joe just fired one, like, live on air in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, he was wild for that shit. That was, that's fucked up. Yeah. So, uh, Donnie, to fill you in. Joe Button podcast. You got Rory and you got Maul, and those are his two homeboys that he brought on to the Joe Button podcast. And they've been rocking for a while, and they all really cool friends. Um, Maul and Rory became friends like they knew of each other, like in passing and stuff. But they really became cool due to the Joe Button podcast. Well, what happened is that um, something happened. Some stuff was happening on the back end, and then all of a sudden they were missing from a few episodes. So then it came out like, yo, they had some beef. Some people said it was over money. Some people were like, it's this and that, you know, or Joe's being an asshole. So Joe was saying that there's shit that happened on the back end. It's not about money. You know, there's all kinds of shit that's been going on. And, you know, part of it is like Rory talking about, you know, always inviting him to his hands, talking about nigga, we can step outside and shit like that. Um, Which it always seemed like playful banner. But Joe's one of those guys is always like, I don't play like that. Like, you know, we cool with my friends we're in the air, but I don't be playing like that. To me, first off, if you a nigga that always talking about something, you don't play like that. One, yes, you do. Two, you got something to prove. So you. Yeah, you definitely, you're insecure. Exactly. So then they came back. They did a welcome back episode, basically, of and talked about what happened and their feelings behind it and what was said and all of that shit. And things were cool. Then next thing you know, they go on vacation, they come back, these niggas is gone. They're not there, and then one of them, Joe's like, nigga, you're gone too. <laughs> like, flat out. Like, yeah. So, <clears throat> they're going to do their own podcast, but they've done an actual response to what happened. And basically... It wasn't that it was about the money. It was about every time they would ask what happened to this money, Joe will always have a fit. Like, there was a $400,000 error that happened with, uh, yeah, with one of the um, financial groups that they had handling their accounting. And they were like, yo, what's the deal with Hold this? On. Yeah. Hold on. A $400,000 error, as in. Where did this money go? Nobody, nobody got paid. No, or yeah, like where did this four hundred thousand go? Does where did where did this go? Mm. You know what I'm saying so. 
Rory was like, yo, let me see the books. And Joe was hey, like, let me just go ahead and let y'all know. Yeah. I'm just going to let y'all know. Yeah. There's a $400,000 error that happens Shit. for this podcast. I'm coming to Arizona. <laughs> okay. Yo, I feel you. That, yeah. I feel whether you. I, whether or not I can take you both at the same time, yo, I don't know. <laughs> but we're going to find the fuck out. Okay, you, I'm just letting y'all know. I feel you. But so he hit them up, and it wasn't even like on their fault. It was the accounting firm fault. So then they hit the accounting firm, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is a mistake. Here's what it should have been. And they're like, okay, cool. Well, the thing is, every time Rory was like, open up the books. Like, let's just see what's going on. Joe got pissed. Then he got pissed because they had a check. They didn't know how um, uh, Patreon worked. They didn't ever hear it. Then Joe's like, yo, we're going to do a Patreon deal, whatever. And he's like, you know, okay. They didn't understand. They figured it was like a Joe Button deal. They didn't know that it worked like, oh, this is how you get paid from people going and being like, I want to pay for this. Uh, here's my subscription for the month for the free episodes, this and that. So when he found that okay. out and they got a check from it, he was like, man, the check was big. He was like, the check was fat as hell. He said, but he knew that there were some people during the podcast, the behind the scenes that were like, yo, I'm overworked, I'm overpaid, and I'm just fucking tired, stressed, this and that. Rory's like, hey, give my check to the rest of the crew. Like, don't give it to me. Joe calls him up and he starts screaming down in his neck and he's like, You're ungrateful as fuck. Why would you do that? Da-da, like, you and he's like, No, no, no. I didn't take the money. I told them to give the money back to the people. And he's like, You're like just fucking going in on them. And he's like, What the fuck is going on? So basically, like, how like do you how do you separate? Let me ask you this. How like how much of a separation do you believe in like business and family? Or friends uh, too? Uh, a total separation. Okay. But at the same time, like uh, I mean to use that example, if we I mean it's just us. Mm-hmm. But if it, it let's say somehow I got sent a this is wild, but mm-hmm. say I got a $30,000 check mm-hmm. based on pockets. Yeah. Even though, you know, even though I believe in a, a separation of friends, family, and business, mm-hmm. if I got a $30,000 check and y'all got nothing, I'd be like, yeah, there's three of us. Yeah. Why are we not all three getting 10 G's? Right. It, it, you know, that way, I believe, you know, I would split it. Like, look, no, 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 no. This isn't me. Mm. This is us. Right. But when it comes to business and, you know, if everybody's getting paid the same amount, Mm -hmm. then there's a, you know, there's a separation. Would you want... We're friends. Yeah. But, like, would you want more for your IP? Like, if it was your IP, would you want more? No. No, right. I feel the same. We, um, would you? No, because that was part of it too. Is like since it was Joe's IP, he felt more entitled. 
No. See, yeah. I disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I like even if and even if you know this is all hypothetical. It's Lord knows we've got so many fans. But let's just say if if we got a ten thousand dollar check between mm. you know each of us, yeah, equaling thirty thousand, mm. and I was like, you know what, we've got a crew behind us that are doing this. I know we don't. It's just us. Yeah. But yeah. if we did, and I was like, you know, give each of them a G apiece. Mm-hmm. I also wouldn't expect you guys to do that. That's something that I would do on my own. Yeah. So, and if you guys were like, nah, I ain't doing that. I'm like, well, I, hey, that's cool. That's cool. You ain't yeah. got to. Yeah. And that's what, no, and so, Joe, Joe's claiming that he gave money out of his pocket from some of the other ventures that he had, like the pull up and shit like that to pay people out of his pocket because he knew motherfuckers was. My thing is like, one, Joe, I like where Joe's head is. I like the things that he say. I'm not one of those people that will dismiss everything a person put out there, mm-hmm. flip it against them, and then try and take and, and not take the jewels that he dropped. Because he said a lot. He said shit that I sent you. I was like, yo, this guy's, yeah. you know, talking about how creators should be getting paid, how the power should be in the creator's hands. I still believe in those words that he said, but now people are throwing those words back at him and being like, oh, well, you're not following your own words and this and that. We know that's the obvious, but that don't mean what he said wasn't true. Like yeah. he said some really dope shit. His business mind is really good. I thought yeah. his issue was he and didn't he didn't know how to be a friend. That and from I've been I've been paying attention to Joe ever since uh, Everyday Struggle. His music I, I wasn't all the way into, and I'm not sure if you guys were either. I mean, Pump It Up was, of course, a big single yeah. back when I was I remember in high school. I remember Joe back in the day. Yeah. I, but, I, like, when it comes to that, mm. you know, IP shit, that, I can see both ends of it. I really can't, like. I can't, too. You know. Like, I, but at the same time, certain things have to be discussed. And like yeah. with us, with us three, everybody's going to be looking at the books. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's going to be looking at the books. Everybody's going to know what's up. That's like when uh, I talked to him about stuff that's happening with my cousin and her podcast and how great it's doing. That shit's going to trickle down to this show. You know what I'm saying? Like, because one, I'm the link between it. But two, why wouldn't I bring that success over to this show to make this show better and put it on the same level? And But on the, the flip side of that, though, if mm-hmm. you didn't, if you got paid off that show yeah. and you didn't there would bring be- it over to this one, yeah. I would never be mad. Yeah. I'd just like, hey, do you. That's fine. I, you know, I got it. You, yeah. You're doing this other thing. Right. So, and like, that's cool. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like The, the money situation, like, a lot of money may not come from there, but the success is going to bring a lot of that. And then there may be times where some of that money does roll over because it's like, yo, we can we can do this. Like, if we do an event and I want her to do X, Y, and Z, cool. Well, then what we'll do is we'll do a mashup. It'll be predominantly us doing it. So that's how the money gets trickled in, too, because it's like, okay, now our podcast is a part of that, right? And that's how things... That's how things should happen in a business world where certain things trickle down and certain things should stay separate. But with Joe, things were separated so much 
the I think lines got blurred when it came to what was supposed to go towards his podcast and what was supposed to go towards the other things that he was doing. And I think that's one of the things that Roy was wanting to see the books on because it's like, why is there a $400,000 error? And then why is there such an issue with people saying they're overworked, underpaid? And then when I go to give them this money, it's probably making you look like a bad boss because here I am supposedly being one of the bosses of this also and being like, yo, I'm going to give this back to the people. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if... I don't know. If if there's a legit reason why Joe's like, look, mm. my other ventures are doing this, yeah, and it's on these books, then he shouldn't have a reason to not show it, to be like, look, here's what it is, mm-hmm. and you know, to show every his uh, I I don't know exactly. I've read a little bit of what's going on. Check out but the videos. There's, there's I, I didn't care it. enough to read too much into it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if there's a $400 error, like you're saying, mm-hmm. and it all comes from a side venture that it, that Joe is doing, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be afraid to show, like, look, this is what it was, and explain, you know, why yeah. the other guy, you know, if it has something to do with a side venture that doesn't Pertain to the other two, yeah, but you shouldn't be afraid. But that's you shouldn't be afraid it, to show it. True, but it didn't come. From, it came from they. They had to correct it. They paid it out. They paid out that um, hundred grand. But it could have, like you said, it could have. Mm-hmm. Regardless, the book should have been open. But apparently, in the contract that it, Joe said he had with them, they weren't allowed to see the books. See, that's that fuck that's shit. That shady, yeah, that's the shady shit. That's what like, it makes negative. it seem like. He's very hypocritical because it's like that's what everybody's on his head about. Because his yeah. issue before why he ended up having his own mm-hmm. was he had an issue. I think it was with Spotify. Yeah, they're withholding that same information from him. He's asking them, "Hey, what's the analytics and the numbers behind yeah. this?" Yeah, and they were like, "They're like no." And so now you turn around, you went and get your own thing. You bring your guys along and you tell them we got this and we're gonna get all this money. They are getting money. They're seeing money. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they want to see the books. Now yeah. you, now you pulling a Spotify on them now. Yeah. Which they shouldn't have left that Spotify deal on the table because of, they hadn't had like deals since then. If I'm them, they, they go back. I will go back. No, nah, he can't. He burned that bridge already. He burned Joe Budden burned that bridge. Oh, you are talking about Rory and Mall? Yeah, Rory and Mall. I think they I were going to try to, and I think they're still going to try to. But apparently, like, Joe screamed on them and was like, if y'all niggas start a podcast, I'm suing the fuck out y'all. And they were, wow. like, they were like, nigga, who is this guy? That's I mean, is there, did they sign a contract? They may have signed it's a contract. probably no in there contact. somewhere. I mean, he probably had them signed it's a no probably contract. in there. But the thing is, like, these are your friends, too. Like, yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, if you that's sign uh, a non-compete, what is it called? A, a D, uh it's sure. a non-compete. Yeah, and there you go. Yeah, non-compete. A non-compete agreement. Yeah. Then uh, I kind of I I get it, but yeah. at the same time, they should be able to. They should be if 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 you're gonna fuck them and kick them out of your podcast, mm. you can't be mad if they go try to do their own thing. No, exactly. You should just be like, I wish you guys luck. Like, you know, I'm sorry, right? Happen like this. 
this is it. This is what it is. I'm sticking by my guns, but you know, wish you guys luck. But I mean, he's on some. He's on some. He's on some fuck shit, man. It was wild, and I was like, yo, I was like, this would be something interesting to take a look at, you know, as as part of the episode. Because that sounds like a, an ego thing. Yeah, like you're... he's got a huge, and that's the thing. People have told them like, don't fuck with Joe. They're like, yo, I know that's your homeboy, but he's the fuck me over, or he's the fuck this person over, and literally they're like, ah, oh, that's our homeboy though. He ain't gonna do that. And they're like, whoa, wait a minute. Your idols become your rivals. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there yeah. a thing? Hey, that's true. That's, that's a thought. that's a good point. Wasn't there a thing with uh, with Charlemagne and Joe Butt like the yeah. Breakfast Club and Joe Budden a couple years ago. Yeah, because basically Joe went on the Breakfast Club and they were joking about Rory and Ma. And then there was rumors because they didn't know if Charlemagne was going to be coming back to the Breakfast Club because his contract was up that December. So he was doing what he's supposed to do, stay in hush until it comes negotiation time. And after negotiation times, that's when the Black Effect Network and all of that shit came out. With. He was—he's a smart fucking businessman. He was Charlamagne been moving right. Yes, and the funny thing is, he told them like, "That show is gonna do good until you fuck it up, Joe." He even said that about Everyday Struggle. He's like, "When Joe fucking blows, he's like, you're gonna blow your fucking top and you're gonna fuck it up." And he even said that Joe was a bad businessman during that time. He's even so was Joe Budden on the Black Effect network? No, no, or... no, no, no. Joe has his own network going on right now. He's got like two podcasts under him right now. And then he <laughs> okay. had to pull up. And then they didn't want to re-up with the pull up with whoever he was doing it with. I think it was Revolt because he was asking too much money. But that's the thing. Like, the, like Joe's business sense, it can be good until it's bad. Like he's one of those people he can he has the ideas and then he's like, Yo, this is what I want. But what happens is He got the power. He gets the yeah, he's like, Now now that I gave y'all this for a couple hundred thousand, now I want millions. But the fucked up part is he wants all the control, all the like he wants everything to be just me, 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 me. He doesn't want to relinquish anything. And that's what happened hmm. with Spotify. Spotify was offering that nigga a nine-figure deal. A nine-figure <laughs> deal. Because they wanted the pull-up. They wanted um, uh, his the show with the, po- the podcast with all the girls called uh, See What Happened. And then they wanted the Joe Budden podcast. And they wanted uh, the other show he had, the Revolt had, and they didn't bring back after the second season. And I can't remember the name. Uh, State of the Culture. They want he hold had, up. Yeah, nine figures. Nine. Nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Half a dozen. And he? <laughs> did you just say half a dozen? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a three so, stitches joke. It's a three stitches. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, uh, so shit. They offered him nine figures. Nine figures, and he was like, he can get he, more. He no, it wasn't that he could get more. He asked them three questions, and they started stuttering, and they were like, ah, oh, well, uh, no, not really. No, you can't. And uh, no, nah, uh, uh-uh. uh, 
And he okay, said, well, now that could make that could be a that, could be that could make a huge difference. What were the three huge. questions? He never said. Wow. That's the thing. He never said what the questions were. But he, I mean, if if it's a matter of them taking over creative control, uh-huh. I could see it. If no, you know, like yeah, I could see it because Joe. I mean, because Joe Rogan's going through that shit right now with his whole well, control. They're not, but they're not able to fuck with him because his yes, contract gave him total control. Nope, that's negative. I know that for a fact because they've pulled. They've already pulled one of his interviews. Um, yeah, they did. They like, pulled. They pulled several of them. Exactly. So they didn't give him full. He does not have one hundred percent creative control. He well, according to him, he does. Well, I don't know. We can't. We don't know the fucking contract. No, but, but you know. But the thing is, you know facts. If they pull an interview that you've done, that's your creativity, and they just pulled it. Well, but in his, eh, that's where the tricky shit comes in because he says he can interview anybody he wants. Yes. So he could do the interview. Yes. But does Spotify have to put it out? Bingo. That's the you know. Bingo. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, he could still do it, but there's the loophole. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. That's why I don't listen to when I'm not privy to the fucking contract. But that's why, like, I've learned not to listen to people when they have certain creative control. Like, there's a oh, there's a clip that you guys need to watch from the Joe Button show. It's called Joe Button Patreon clip. And I don't know who the black guy is he has on there, but he's some big record exec, and he's talking about being back in the in the late 80s or early 80s and being able to walk away from a um from a, a record label and them having 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 to give him the masters and all of the, the the albums and all that shit when they left so they can take it somewhere else because in the contract he made it to where if there's certain obligations that aren't fulfilled on the side of the record company then they have to forfeit the masters. And this was back in like early 80s. That shit can still apply to this day. But what it is, is all these words that people use, like partnership and creative control, they say that, but they don't recognize the loopholes. Like you said, oh, yeah, you interview whoever you want, say whatever the fuck you want. But then on the back end, they're like, yeah, we gave you creative control. But that doesn't mean we have to put that out on our platform. Yeah, I'd be surprised, though. I'd be surprised if. Joe Budden or Joe Rogan weren't smart enough to, like, yeah, I'll do the interview. Mm-hmm. You can pull it, but I still get paid. Yeah. Oh, like, I guarantee that was part of the clause. D- depending on depending on how they look at it. Yeah. Whether they pull the interview or not. Yeah. You know, because whatever Joe's, they still get their yeah they still get their money. Yeah. So because one of it, Joe Budden's stipulation was he's like I don't want your fucking ads on my show. He's like. I don't want your ads mm-hmm. in my show. If you're going to put it on, I think they had to put it on the, the beginning, like post rolls and mid rolls. But he was on like, Spotify? Yeah, on Spotify. But if you listen to Joe Rogan's, Joe, Joe Budden's podcast when it was on there, there was no interruptions of commercials and shit. Because that was the really? one. Yeah. Everything's negotiable. Everything is negotiable. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I mean, but on the I'm flip just... side, they didn't negotiate holidays. So that was one of the things they were pissed off at, with at Spotify. They didn't give them the holidays off. And they were like, yeah, but we need the holiday. And then they're like, no, no, no. That's, that's, that's not in the contract. No, no, no. 
That's the thing. These contracts, words, and that's why I harp on the fact that words mean things because I'm constantly listening to these professional creators that have been in the game, that have been, done this shit so long. And that's why I won't let you say certain things because I now we're not just shooting the shit. Now we're actually on a platform where we can put the shit out and people are going to listen and some people are going to be influenced by what we say. And that's why I'm like, no, no, no. Words mean thing, mean things. And until we harp on that, we're still going to get people getting fucked in certain contracts and things of that nature because they're not understanding. Yes, creative control means that you can create, but that still doesn't mean that this company has to put out what you created. Now, you can negotiate that, hey, if you don't like this, but I put the work out, you need to still pay me because I'm putting in the work. Yeah. I don't know what your creativeness is, and I don't want your creativeness. But if you don't like my creativity and I'm creating, well, my contract says I need to create for you. What you do beyond my creation is whatever, but you need to pay me. You know what I'm saying? So everything's negotiable. And listening to those two guys and seeing how they move and what's going on, the actual actions that I put forth, I'm learning like, okay, with Joe Budden, negotiate contract. Negotiate fucking holiday pay. You know what I'm saying? With um, with uh, Joe Rogan, where everybody's like, oh my God, $100 million, this and that, just for the one podcast. And nah, 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 nah. It's like, yeah, but what, what did he lose? And that's yeah. what the black guy said, the dopest shit in the world. And I don't know who, and I meant to find out who the fuck he was. But he was like, here's what you tell your lawyers when you're negotiating. They want to pay me how much for what? Cool. What am I losing? And that's what we don't ask. Is what am I losing? And that's what that's the big thing. It's not what I have to gain. It's what am I losing? Because until you sign your name on the contract, everything is a hundred percent yours. Yeah. And now when you sign this contract, it's not what you have to gain from this contract. It's what do I have to lose to gain this? So like with Joe Rogan. One of the things he lost was he lost his clips and I mean his uh, episodes on YouTube. He was still yeah. allowed to put out certain clips on YouTube, but they were like, "We're stripping all your episodes." So now you're losing YouTube money, you're using YouTube viewership, and you have to hope that all of those people that watch you on YouTube and and subscribe to your channel on YouTube will go ahead and purchase Spotify. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a big thing. I think that's a big reason why they signed him oh, is because cool. once they strip that all those people have to sign up for spotify yes yeah, an exclusive deal if they want to listen to them mm -hmm. so you want to hear it you can hear clips mm -hmm. but they it was up until a certain time yeah. he was able to keep all the clips up like all the old yeah, videos was, on youtube yeah, was that but over time they once that day hit they took them all down mm -hmm. so yeah I, I, it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very. I mean, um, it, it's crazy because the deeper I've we've been, the the longer we've been doing this, us and with Tati with Tokyo Ish, uh, the more I'm leaning into the business of things, trying to make sure that when it comes time for us to do shit, like with the Manscape deal, I, I told you about the Manscape deal, right? You did not. We'll talk about it off air though. Okay. So, um, but with the Manscaped stuff, like I, I looked at some of the wording in that stuff. And like I said, we'll, we'll talk about it off air, but there's, there's wording in that. And I was like, fuck, I need to ask. And I, and I haven't because I'm 
than lazy, but I was like, oh, there's okay, this is oh, this so that's why. Okay, makes sense now. That's All right. that's why I was. What uh, we'll talk after. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, there's wording in this. This is going on. Okay, got it. You know, because everything has, everything has a gain and everything has something taken away. And that's the one thing that I haven't figured out in it is what's being taken away from it. You know, what, what is the, what do we lose here? So looking into that, I'm like, okay, so I have stuff to go talk to Jeremy about and be like, Hey, okay. So this, 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 what's this, what's that? How do we do this and break this down? It's a lot. It's, it's a, it's a, there's a lot going on on the back end, even with just our shit with, with, the podcast network age of radio there's a lot that happens in the back end that we don't see yeah and it's it's so it's weird it's this is so new the businesses still don't even understand like streaming how oh like, yeah i you mean there, you got podcast like podcast is even though it's been around forever it's relatively new yeah and it's like the new uh it's 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 like the new record industry you know, yes. back in the day, record industries, they came along and they they held up this shiny thing. Hey, we'll give you this advance. You can get a million dollars up front. Yeah. And people were blinded by that, but didn't see how they were getting fucked in the back. Yeah. So, like, podcasting is the new record industry. It is. Except for them. <laughs> That ain't no, there ain't no advances, and that's the thing. People even well, get fucked yeah. with advances. Oh yeah, they gave me a million dollar advance. But well, you owe them too. Yeah, but they they but, want two million back. You know? Yeah, but but the flip side of that is, people nowadays are more hip to the game where they're like, oh, I know that's what you want, but that's not what I'm about to do. If you you know you're not about to use me, you got people. You know you had people. Shit, man. Yeah, but, people like Prince who yeah. who fought for the rights of of artists versus the record industries, public yeah. enemy. There's a lot of people who fought for that shit. Yeah, but people so are still nowadays are a little smarter. Yeah, but people still nowadays they're still getting fucked because as you become smarter, your enemy becomes smarter. Like uh, there's oh, a clip true. I listened to Very from true. Master P. Or I was watching him and uh, I was listening to him in a Breakfast Club interview. And he talked about how Nipsey Hussle had a shit deal. And he said, Nipsey looked at him like, Unc, I, I got to take it. He's like, I got I to gotta take this deal because of the shit that he was wanting to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like crack. Like, to me, like, bad deals are like crack to me. Crack has been around since fucking early, late 70s. And motherfuckers know how bad it'll fuck you up, but then you still got people out here doing crack. It's like, I know it's yeah. going to fuck me up, but it's also going to get me high as fuck. <laughs> like, well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take this first hit, but yeah. I'm not, I'm, it's not going to fuck me over like it did other people. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke this right now. Yeah. But tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be okay. I'll, I'll be cool. I'm going to quit it tomorrow. And then they're like, hey, where's that dragon? <laughs> right. <laughs> the next day they're like, "Well, I'm. A, I mean, I'm a. I know I said I was gonna quit last night, yeah. but I'm like, I'm gonna smoke something today. Yeah. But tomorrow, for real, for real, yeah. I'm done. Right. I'll be right back. Like, let me what? 
No, no, no. Hey, I'm going to bring your coffee table back. I'm going to bring your coffee table back. Let me borrow your VCR. Like, right. motherfucker, I ain't got a VCR. Right. What are you talking about? Right? Like, oh, hey. oh, oh. Let me hold your Xbox real quick. Yeah. I'm going to take your rug to go get shampoo. I'll be, I'll be right back. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Motherfucker, this is wall-to-wall carpet. I know, I know. I'm going to take it up real quick, though. What you doing in that telephone line? You had some static up here. Some static. I think it was the type of wires. It was all this copper. Right of, this I know. We got to switch it out and put PVC up here. What? Like, nigga, that's a telephone line. I know, I know. I'm getting you all the optic fibers. Like, what? All right, we really got off topic. We got like, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep, There we go. But, yeah, um... That was that was something. Did y'all see uh, Charlemagne catching it from Kwame Brown? Kwame, <laughs> you saw that shit. That shit was wild too. That's hilarious. Yo, but Ste- it was Stephen A. Drove it home. What did Stephen A. say? I didn't. Well, because he he Stephen A. was like, Kwame Brown is going off about everybody getting personal. Yeah, and he was like, everybody was getting on him about his NBA game. Yeah, they called him a yeah. bust, and he didn't like it. He yeah. got butt hurt, and now he start throwing out people's personal business now. Yeah, he's like we were just. Well, Charlemagne said some personal shit though. Charlemagne did. did. Charlemagne did. And but he 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 went and did the right thing, fessed up to it, owned up to it. Yeah, which I understood what Charlemagne was saying. I didn't. He I. It was a backwards compliment. But wasn't Charlemagne acquitted in a court? Yes, Charlemagne was acquitted. acquitted. Yes. So you can't bring up that shit. I mean, well, I mean, I get, you, yeah. you can, you can but, bring it up. But, uh, maybe okay, just because he was acquitted, don't really come on now. We know, uh, we know what happened with OJ. <laughs> we we know what happened. We we know what happened. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the thing. A person that's acquitted is OJ. OJ was he, he was <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you know what? Look, man, you know what? I'm saying, man, the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Yeah. If you're like, if you're gonna throw shit out there, mm-hmm. if a motherfucker gets acquitted, mm-hmm. and I'm not like a, I'm not a Charlemagne stand or anything like that. Yeah. But Stan. anybody yeah. can throw out any allegation. Yeah. I could right now. I could say that you raped me back when you lived here. <laughs> Does not. That has to be. That doesn't have to be any kind of. No context uh, or anything to it. No. Yeah. No, no evidence. We can't it. prove he I did it. Say, but we know what happened. I, I, <laughs> I could <laughs> say, <laughs> I could say back when you lived here that you raped me. But then when we go to court and they Houseway. look at you and they look at me, they're going to be like, look, you're six five. He's like five two. I don't believe it happened. <laughs> That's a bad example, Tommy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Yo, first off. That's I'm another just, episode I mean, for story time. Yo, no, it's not. <laughs> There's no story to that at all. <laughs> anyway, no. They found a story behind that. Uh, no. I'm just saying. But no, yeah, anybody, that's because the court of public opinion. Uh, any allegation. That's because, because of social media, the court of public opinion weighs more than an actual verdict. That's no, why. Yes. not not really. And the court not really. of public opinion, it does. Look at Nat, look at the Nat Turner movie and what happened with that because of um. Whoa, you're talking about Nat Turner? 
No, we're no, not, no. We're I said the movie. I the said the 20th, movie. The movie. The 20th and the 21st century. We're not yes. talking about. I said, look, yes, look at what happened with the movie. The movie got tanked because the guy who was the director had got accused of raping a white chick back in college. Oh, and he was okay. acquitted of that. And okay. then the girl went and she like killed herself too after that. And they were like, oh, she killed herself because of you. And then he was like, what? Like, no. So every time he went to an interview, it got, hey, these allegations. And it's like, I was that acquitted. Was Instead of that being like, hey, topic. this movie. What, yeah. The movie wasn't the topic. It right. was, hey, because this it, happened. She right. killed herself. Because the or whatever. public opinion, people want, don't give a fuck yeah. about the People don't give a fuck about the truth and the verdict. They care I mean, about the allegation. I know. And Charlemagne himself always said, He's to this day still says yeah. the truth doesn't matter as long as the lies the, entertaining. The lies more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I mean, yeah, I see that. But look, man, if you go to court and you get acquitted, you really can't hold that shit. You can't hold that against right. a motherfucker, in my opinion. I just don't okay. I don't see it. I mean, because okay. that is the ultimate you've you've got your public opinion. I could think anybody's piece of shit, but the court is the ultimate say in whether or not some you know they bring out all the evidence for and against. Yeah. So if they say, hey, if they bring out all the fucking evidence, it doesn't matter what you think. Right. The evidence is this. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, the situation. I think it's, that situation. Like I, yeah, I think it's all bullshit. Like he could be a he, you could accuse anybody of anything. Yeah. But once all the evidence comes out, yeah. And that's the ultimate fucking story. Well, you can't say all the evidence is when certain evidence comes out. <laughs> that's the story. Yeah. Yeah, true. But I don't know. But but the I when when what Charlemagne said, I don't think I don't think it was that bad until he said like, "Hey, you know, leave that man alone." This that look at like look at his family's track record, look at his track record, like insinuating like, "Yo, these motherfuckers are murderers," they, or they'll fuck you up, or they, you know, or they killers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, but- I get what he was trying to say. He wasn't trying to out him, but he was just trying to say, "Hey, leave that nigga alone." You don't know what's going on in niggas' minds, and you don't know how people yeah. are. Motherfuckers will show up to your fucking doorstep. But I think based on what he that. said, he's also like, look, this motherfucker, he's done been through some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Leave him alone. Yeah. But and took it as the fact that he though. brought up his brother and all that shit. Yeah. Like, I could see how somebody could get upset. Yeah. But I honestly don't think Charlotte, I don't think he was saying it like. He wasn't. He, he wasn't, wasn't wrong. This he was crazy. Yeah, he wasn't trying to say. And you come from the neighborhood, so yeah. it's like it's not like he's an outsider speaking on a situation. Yeah, he grew up in a situation. So he, yeah, people. so he's saying like, "Yo, I done seen some shit, or I don't know some shit." Like <laughs> these motherfuckers are riding on you is what he was trying to say. But like Kwame took it as an opportunity because that's the thing we have to. There's a thing nowadays that we have to, and it's been around. We have to see if people are genuine about certain shit or they are like yo this is an opportunity for me to fucking make a name and get out here because the first because one of the videos 
he's like in his car looking like it's a regular day like with just like just looking like whatever and then he got another video and this nigga's got like the pimp top hat on and fucking the button up and shit and i'm like Oh, oh! Okay. After the first video, okay. I was like, "He's just trying to keep his name out there now." Yeah, I was like, "He's trying to keep his name yeah. out there now." So he's about to just pick any little thing, and now he's now he's just looking for who, who yeah. can I go at? Who, now who else wanted now? Now, yeah, I got the attention, and it's like, nah, bro. Like you, Charlemagne was trying to look out for you and tell people, "Hey, man, leave you the fuck alone." Everybody else was still larping on you, larping, harping on your career and how bad they felt it was. Which well, it's, I mean, Stephen A. did him dirty. Well, and, and see, that's the thing. With when you look at a person like that and where they come, the two things happened during that time when Jordan was on the Wizards: Kwame Brown and Rip Motherfucking Hamilton. All right, and the thing was, you could be a rose out of the concrete, or you can be a wiltering fucking flower. And Kwame wiltered and. Rip Hamilton went on to get a championship with the motherfucking Detroit Pistons. And so, and I think he even got a scoring title that year, I think. It was either him or Chauncey, I think. But, like, you, when you learn under the tutelage of a legend like Jordan, and you learn under the tutelage of, I forget who their, their coach was, that's going to be rough like that, and then you have a shit career, can you really, like, jump on people's heads? No matter what the situation was, because we don't know what's going on on the back end. All we know is your career, so all we can talk about is your career. Exactly. Forget all is off the court so, stuff. On the court, Kwame Brown trash. So it's like, we, <laughs> it, if you come out 10 years later and be like, well, my dad was you know, going through some shit and my mom, so my head wasn't in the game and I wasn't this and I wasn't that. Cool. We understand that. Yeah. But you still was trash. And no. he wasn't really trash. He just wasn't that. He wasn't. That, that's like like he look didn't at play Smush, to his potential. Is what it right? Was. Like look at Smush Parker, right? Like like look at Smush Parker for the Lakers. Here's the thing for me, because I don't, I don't watch basketball. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. But if you are good enough to make it into the NBA, mm-hmm. which is the top level of in the world basketball in, in the world, yeah. So. Okay, you're good compared to everybody else. Okay, you may be trash to your teammates, but guess what? You made it to the motherfucking NBA. No, I'm sorry. No, stop giving people no. passes. I, yeah. We're not comparing I, you to a regular no. person. We're right. not comparing you to, to me to and the, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying in general. Like, you say he's trash. Yeah, but Char- Charlemagne's <laughs> trying to say that same shit. What? Like, because he was I, like, he's like 1% out of such and such, you know, make it to the NBA. Like, you know, this man still accomplished. Cool, we understand that. But now we're comparing you with your peers, and your peers are no. NBA players. And their but, argument was, but he was everybody like you say he's trash, but he would easily, easily beat the three of us. Granted, I don't play basketball. But that's I don't a like given. it. But what we're saying is that's a given. Yeah, you were, yeah. once you make it to the NBA, you can't be compared to. The motherfucker that you live next to. Yeah, I don't care. Right. Not even the folks in well, the G I, League for the most part. Like, I, I, I look at it like you know, I'm an MMA fan. Yeah. I watch UFC all the time. So the motherfuckers that get in there and they're like, "Oh, he got this motherfucker got knocked out in the first round." He would come through my neighborhood <laughs> and knock every motherfucker out on the block. 
So you can't really talk shit like, oh, this motherfucker, he, he's garbage. He can't even, he got in there and got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But he would fuck up everybody you know. He should. Yeah, but that's he, the thing. You, if, if you, if you yeah, lose because, to anybody that's not on that level. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So he should. I'm just, I'm just saying, because I don't watch basketball. So no, I'm no, not. But oh. this is any sport. Yeah. But any not, sport yeah. you go to, once you go into that upper echelon, you stop being compared to everyday next door at the park people. Yeah. So we it don't matter if expectations. it don't matter like an MMA. It don't matter that motherfucking Brock Lesnar can come in here and knock me, you, and Levon out all with one punch at the same time. It don't matter <laughs> yeah. when you got a motherfucker in that ring where you actually make your money at, where we actually see you do your thing at. You get in that ring and the motherfucker makes you tap. It don't. Look, I'm just letting you know. We- I shoot the fuck out of this, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you better. That's all that you rifle. can do. You better have a, a horse gun. <laughs> That's all that you can do. I, I have no choice, but I'm shooting him. Yeah, I, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah, but like, I'm okay, just... Kwame played from 2001 to 2012. 13 years. Right? 16. His... That's 11 years, 12 years in the in the NBA, he so he can't averaged, be... He averaged six he points. That trash. He averaged 6.6 points a game. So he was picked. 6. He was picked number one overall, if I'm correct. Yes. So he was a number one draft pick. What LeBron James, like that. You're on that level. That's where they picked you at. They picked you to. You were the franchise guy. Yeah. You're the guy that's supposed to get here and they take us to another level. Not the dude that we're like. Should we send him to the G League or trade his well, ass? Kwame, I'm trying to take up. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's what they're saying. Yeah. That that was a great. That's what people were bitching to him about. Like, yeah. dude, you trash. You picked number one, yeah. and you became a journeyman in your career. Yeah, trash. You you should not. That should not happen. Like you were roll. You rolling everybody in college to where NBA scouts is like this guy is the next thing. He's going. Got to get him number one. The NBA scouts are like, yes, they go get him. The execs go get his ass. You're picked number one overall. You played not only under Jordan, but also under Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. At, at least, at minimum, you should have had an all-star career. Yeah. <laughs> if you weren't at the Kobe level, great, fine. Okay, fine. We know that's another level. But at least you should. we should have been able to speak on you and be like, you know what? He maybe didn't play to the number one potential, but this dude was a regular all-star. He's an all-star player. Give him his respect. No. Okay. I, I get <laughs> so, yeah. So, like I said, like, Rip. Yeah, I'll, rip I'll take back Jordan. what I was saying. I was trying to argue with him. But, no, know. like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Rip played under Jordan, and in, in 2000, he was with the he was with the Pistons, and he got a championship. This guy was with the Lakers during 2005, 2006, 2007. They got their other championship in, wow, what year was that? Nine. I want to say nine. Nine and nine. then ten, right? Or ten. Ten? Ten okay. for sure. You played under Kobe when he was, they were still prime. rebuilding, but he was like, Kobe prime. was balling the fuck out. Prime, the most Lakers dangerous was Kobe. losing, but Kobe was still a fucking main attraction. The most dude. dangerous Kobe. So, you learn, you, you learn nothing? Like, like, nothing, nothing? Nothing at all? Nothing. And that's not to say that it is. It's not. It's not to say that he wasn't better than other guys. 
Because at that time, I probably would have taken Kwame Brown over some of the other big men. But it's like where you were picked at and then who you played with, your game your game don't match that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. They won in 2004. All right. Well, I was just trying to play devil's advocate. Not, that's fine. That's fine. You, you don't... Because you said he was trash, and I'm like, ah, come on now. now Motherfuckers in the top. Yeah, but now. Literally in the top 1% now, of ball players. Yeah. But inside I mean, of that 1%? I mean, let's let's be fair. B talked big shit and came to Tennessee and got fucking worked by my 15-year-old son. <laughs> so he can't really even talk shit. First off, and, I ain't get worked. We both was he got down work. fucking breathing B, our asses off. B, B came back to the house like, <gasps> hey, listen, I, that motherfucker was just as tired as I was, and he half my age. He got worked. If you ask me, he got worked. He won, uh, but I gave that motherfucker a workout. All right. He that won. He, he won. He and had he to was take a timeout. Ask him. So you motherfucking toes. This motherfucker and had to take a timeout during the game. He's like, hold on for a second, man. Where is he? Is he home? Please tell me no, he's home. Oh, god damn it. Because <laughs> that motherfucker, he oh. did. He beat me, but that motherfucker was. <sighs> hold on. All right. Okay, we ready? Uh, like, I just had, um, to I had to change the subject a little bit just to. Just to <laughs> he he was so happy, bro. He was so, <laughs> so happy. Oh, I got, I got a phone call at work. <laughs> Uh, I beat I beat B. He said he was gonna beat me. Got I'm sent so video of B. Yo, B I'm not even against mad. the wall. Just to see the, the fence like. He said he was gonna beat me. I I ain't even mad because the grin on his face. I was like, that's priceless. That motherfucker. Like, but, I really felt like course. an uncle at that point. Like, oh, <laughs> to shit. be fair, B B was talking mad shit before he got here. Like, oh, I was. Oh, I was. Like, I'm gonna work oh. his ass out. Tell me, he better lace up. He better tighten his <laughs> shoe strings up. I'm about to take his ass. I, I, yo, and he got here. Bro, I was fucking winded. I was like, oh my God, how long is this game lasting? <laughs> What's the score? Three to three? God damn. Playing? You've been playing four minutes? God damn. <laughs> I was just, my, my arms were like linguine afterwards. I couldn't throw up shit. Uh, welcome to getting old. Yeah, I feel you, man. I gotta work out. I talk, but... I talk mad shit when it comes to like baseball and fucking football, and then I run out and catch one catch. I'm like, <gasps> we done, we done, we done. <laughs> y'all play, just y'all two play together. I, I'm done. I can't. I gotta sit down. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So good people. That's the episode for this week. Next week, uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about being a father. You know what I'm saying? Um, so holla at us. Yo, uh, double talk. Is it? I mean, double take. Double is it take. Double take. Double take. Twenty one at gmail. There we go. Holla at us there with all kinds of anything you got. Any, I mean, anything. Let us know anything. I, even if you just want to ask a question on how we got started, you know, just anything you want. Talk Let to us, us. We need friends. We do. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so uh holla at us and uh we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.